on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as tins go rusty, this boyhood story had to end. Five minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to your Sunday, and congratulations to Cheryl Lynn, who just completed her first solo shift on the Super Radio Network. An awesome job. Absolutely outstanding. Great uh, that you had so much fun in the process, too. I always look forward to hearing her little stories. The only mistake she made, she said that we were saying. We were far, far, far from saying. We'll update the weather details for you in just a few moments' time. Soon as the Bureau wake up and uh, update it. Alan Blake, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, listeners. How is everyone? We're not too bad. Not too bad at all. Mr. Riki, how are you? I'm very good, and welcome to the world of the travelling high tide, like the Wilbury. Yes, I feel I feel like I uh, need to buy more deodorant. I'm the only one in the studio today. Well, <laughs> nice and peaceful. <laughs> How's Eden, my friend? It is lovely. It was a little bit cooler yesterday, early twenties. Hang on, Karen. Go again, Alan. A little bit cooler, but um, very nice. Very, very sociable. It was a little bit cool. I'm riding the bike in this morning. It was just getting to the point of a little bit of chill in the air. With I had my summer gloves on, and I thought, hmm, maybe it's uh, going to be an early, early autumn. Sorry, what were you going to say, Kizza? I said, you know, it, we had a good shower of rain here early this morning. Yeah. So um, that, that was predicted to come late yesterday, so it better arrived early hours this morning. So, Well, we, I'll update the weather details when we come out of the next commercial break, but um, predominantly things aren't looking too bad both uh, on the New South Wales coast and up in Queensland as well. A little bit of wind up in Queensland, up to about uh, 20 knots offshore, that is, but uh, not looking too bad across the board. Tell you what, we've got a program that's going to be absolutely jam-packed full of information this morning and uh, a couple of special guests along the way too, Kieran. Let me guess, Justin Duggan... Justin Duggan will be along at just after six o'clock. We've got Al McGlashan popping in to, to have a chat too. I think uh, the groper issue is not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, Mike from The Complete Angler will update us with all the places to go fishing. I'm really looking forward to hearing Laurie McAnally this morning. Laurie will be the, uh, the blue groper side. The DPI. Hey, Al, um, will you be moving further down the coast? We had a, a lot of rain here yesterday, like around the Gold Coast and out the back here. But yeah, we're, we're how's the predictions on... for going down further? Yeah, we're planning on leaving about 10am from Eden uh, to position ourselves off Lake's entrance about 8 in the morning, which is just after half tide on the uh, flood. So uh, that should put us here in a good time to, to transit the, the uh, channel and get into Gippsland Lakes. Right, and to freshen the memories of those who are not aware of why you are travelling? Oh, there's a, a classic boat festival on at Painesville uh, next weekend. And uh, about 200 boats going down there. So uh, it should be a bit of fun. <laughs> or, or for those that uh, want to read between the lines, there was a good chance to go down and catch up with a few mates and have a beer. What's product development? Product development. <laughs> I love that product development. Yeah, my foot. And why not? Hey, at the end of the day, why not? If you if you you know you've got a beautiful boat, it deserves to be on show. So why not go to those sorts of events and you catch up with other people, you share information, and, and to a degree, to I'll even concede just just to make you feel better. Not that you need that from me, but I'll even concede there is potentially some product development and, and public relations work in the process. 
That's the one, yes, definitely. That's the one you I keep am. telling the accountant, right? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I am. Yes, it won't be long. Well, give us a little bit of time in Winchester there. He'll be uh, finding excuses to be uh, the parts of the world as well. Yeah, guaranteed. Oh, don't guaranteed. worry. Tomorrow I'm leaving Pittwater and doing a sail down to Sydney Harbour. So um, it's not going to take long. It's just going to take a matter of hours. Why aren't you down there today watching the sail GP on the harbour? Oh, I, did you, I, yesterday, oh, Kieran, I didn't share with you, but yesterday I went down to PPK to grab a coffee before I headed back north and um, the, the German boat was down there, the uh, GP boat, uh, sitting out in the water being towed around by a couple of tenders and, oh my goodness, aren't they just the freakiest thing? I was actually watching, uh, Blakey, a um, video on... Um, Facebook yesterday of a catamaran and it was pulling 30 knots uh, oh, yes. offshore. I was just like, no, that's no pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was lucky a number of years ago to go in a training run on an AC-45 and they're quite an amazing thing to be on. Well, Kieran sent me out years and years ago. I don't know if you remember, Kizza. You sent me out on, uh, I think it was Alderick's Timber, the uh, 18-foot skiff, Um and I'd, I'd been on an 18-foot skiff before because I knew the crew that used to sail on, on Prudential uh, about 400 years ago. Um, Robbie Brown, yep. Yeah, and they were just, uh, you know, just unbelievably fast. And then you compare them to the GP boats now and they're just like nothing. <laughs> That's right. It's crazy. It's like the, it's, the, it's the same technology as Formula One, just on water. It just it progresses so far every year. Well, it's I'm looking like forward to America's car. So you're low to the ground. If you're doing 60, you think you're doing 80. And out there on them skiffs, like you're that close to the water, you just seem to be doing twice the speed that you're actually doing. Yeah. From, Quite a boat. From memory, Blake, it was uh, Brownie, Nico and Dave Slennett that were on uh, Prudential back in those days. I think yeah. Dave... Uh, Brownie's got fairly good credentials after winning an America's Cup, but I went to school with Brownie. Yeah, He's really. Boy, boys, high boy. Oh, a small world, small world. Yeah. I think I think Nick uh, Dave Slater was um, on the Kookaburra crew. I think he was Bowman on the Kookaburra crew. Well, yeah. one of the Kookaburras too, if my memory serves me correct. Uh, yeah. They all used to be uh, well, not Brownie, but uh, Nico and um, uh, and and that they used to be uh, furniture removalists way back in the day. Okay. That's how they go. stayed fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that they needed it, though, as fit as Mally Bulls. We'll take a break here on High Tide. We'll come back and we'll catch up with Bradley Ekman and find out what's been happening around uh, Lake Macquarie. Stick around. This is High Tide. It's 12 minutes after four. Talking sport. Weekdays from three. The pressure lays with those that have got some major signings. That would include my old joint, the Bulldogs. Got the coach, Cameron Serrato, on the line. I don't have to tell you about that word, pressure, but how are you handling it after the tough back end of last year? Oh, I enjoyed a lot of parts of last year and I'll, I'll learn a lot of lessons as well but they're doing a lot of hard work enjoying each other's company and they're working together and oh, I'm really enjoying going to work every day and, and being part of it This is 2SN I talk to many passionate Australian cricket supporters not one disappointed fan not one the big winner obviously is Test Cricket as we all agree The 12 overs the way he did at express pace never let up he was unbelievable I work outside in a million degrees every day taking care of my rise resort gardens and I put the radio on in the afternoon, you kick in at 2 o'clock and, and I just don't notice what's going on around me. I just have a chuckle and power through the last couple of hours. So thank you very much for doing that. Talking Sport, weekdays from 3. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, Go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. 
Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peters also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au this is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If you're thinking of heading out and playing today at 14 or 15 minutes after 4, this is what the uh, forecast is for Broken Bay through to Port Hacking. You're looking at south to southeasterly, below 10 knots, becoming east to northeasterly in the middle of the day. Seas below 1 metre. The swell, the first swell will be a southerly around 1 metre, inshore increasing to 1.5. Offshore, a second swell of easterly around 1 metre. Further north, up around the Gold Coast region, Cape Morton to Point Danger, you're looking at variable 10 knots, becoming south to uh, south. I'll go again on that. Southerly 10 to 15 knots, reaching up to 20 knots inshore in the early morning. Winds turning southeasterly in the evening. The first swell will be a southerly around one metre, increasing to around one metre offshore. Then a second swell out of the east at around one metre. Um, Blakey, we've got Bradley Ekman online. Just before we go to him, I was just thinking during the commercial break, speaking of uh, people from the sail world, uh, a friend of the High Tide program way back when, Michael Spees, um, a few years ago, Gary Holt, who raced in a couple of Sydney to Hobarts, was a uh, a race car driver, and we we're up at Bathurst to do a Bathurst uh, enduro race. And one of my um, TV crew said, uh, "Oh, they've got uh, Gary Holt's got a new technician, uh, new new statistician, and and um, you know uh, somebody to help uh, plan his pit stops down in pit lane." I said, "Oh, who is it?" And they said, "Michael Spees. Who is he?" And I said, "The winner of the race, as far as I'm concerned." <laughs> yeah, very good boy. Very good boy. Kieran knows him very well as well. Oh, what a what a genius that man is! Absolute genius. I mean, how many Sydney to Hobart's he been in that he's uh, had victories in? Incredible. Yeah, I'll just interrupt for a second. In those days, we had the the top of the echelon in the sailing because we also had Rob Mundell on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now you used to be uh, used to be regulars every week on the program. So you've gone from the best of the best to me, aren't you? Going yeah, backwards at a million yeah, miles an hour. They organise special guests from around the world to speak as well. Yeah. Well, let's li- let's lift the standard of the program. Bradley Ekman from Renegade Blue Water what Charters. What about the tides? What about the tides, my boy? I, well, you didn't you didn't jump in. What are the tides? I don't know. I'm oh, what? <laughs> Bradley, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad, champ. <laughs> That's the go. That's a good introduction. A bit of chaos happening there as well. Oh, look, that's the best way to do radio chaos. The tides, if you're heading out today, Bradley, which I know you're not, but if you were heading out, you'd be looking at a high tide of 1.73 metres at 9.48am, then a low tide at 4.15pm of 0.4 of a metre, then another later high tide, this would be past your bedtime, uh, 10.16, 1.45 of a metre. Does that encourage you to get out? No, it's not too bad. That, that's for sure. Yeah, not bad timing. You'd be uh, no, but, taking yeah. it in the right directions. Yeah, that's it. We've got a good one in the morning for uh, fishing with soft plastics, and a good one of a if you hang around late waiting for bait fishing in the night time. Now, I don't I don't assume too many people went out yesterday, but I'm sure they were hanging around in the lake having a bit of a fish. Any reports on how things have gone? Uh, yes, yeah, a few flooded. They're very hot and cold, but but uh, you know. One mate, he got eight of them, and then, you know, the next mate, he got one, you know what I mean? So, just sort of pitching with lures, and they, you know, got eight flathead. Anyway, that's pretty good, I think. And then um, the squire and brim in the lake, there's sort of been um, a nice squire and the brim, they're sort of, they've been a bit 
sort of um, hard to come by in the shallows with the big moon, but they'll be around, but just not in the shallows at the moment, I guess. Anyway, you've got to fish in the deeper parts with the big moon, I think. Mm. Mm. So that's about it. And then there's a lot of tailor in the lake still. They're just like they haven't gone anywhere. They're, like They've just stayed all year. They have anyway, the tailor and... Um, they're busting up on the surface, chasing the white bait everywhere they are. So, yeah, it's good to see the lots of tailor around, that's for sure. I can't blame them. It's heaven's back out. There's a couple of um, yacht crews from Sydney up in uh, Lake Macquarie at the moment, spending a couple of weeks up there. And why not? What a great great backyard you have. Oh, yes. Well, front yard in your case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's really, really nice, that's for sure. There's, you know, lots of, you know, lots of little places that, you know, to hide out of the wind if it blows from the south like it did yesterday or, you know, whatever, you know, there's always a it's always a lead of fishing somewhere as well if you want to go fishing. So now it's always going to um, have something to do, that's for sure. It's not looking too bad out there today. There's still a little bit of a, a lump coming through, but um, if somebody, you know, and, and because crossing the bar there at Swansea, um, it's not too bad because it's it's a little bit protected from the south. It's the nor'easters that tend to upset the apple cart. If people were heading offshore, where would where would you suggest they go, and what should they be targeting? Uh, today, like I think, um, if you really sort of um, wanted to go out, like just around the Swansea Heads at the moment, there's a lot of bonito there around at the moment, pretty thick. And uh, if you head down south around any of the headlands towards Catherine Hill Bay and Waibung and down to Burt Island, you'd sort of uh, be pretty good chance of catching a few nice snapper with the um, up to the southerly yesterday on the inshore reefs. And then, if, you know, if you went out deeper, I think the marlin would be on the bite pretty good today after a big stir up yesterday. That'd be sort of a bit of action for uh, marlin fishing today. And you'd, have, you'd be able to catch them on... Um, in the farm area, in that sort of 50 to 60 fathoms along the reef areas out there, the marlin would be on today, I think, that's for sure. Nice. Any questions, gentlemen? No, no, that sounds good. Did you have a fish yesterday, Bradley? Beg your pardon? Did you have a fish yesterday? No, no, I never went fishing yesterday. Was, the weather wasn't very nice yesterday. It was a bit windy and wet as well, so we didn't go fishing. I can understand hey. that. Yeah. yeah. So you got many midweek charters on? Uh, I've got a couple, but it's sort of, um, yeah, it's sort of more on the weekends, on the Saturdays and the Sundays. You, you got a few on the midweek, but not not that many really. Anyway, just got a couple every now and then. Okay. What about fishing around the hot water outlets? Still in hundred metres? Sorry, the hot water outlets. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of. Um, I don't really go down that end of the lake, but it's sort of the same rules as, you know, they've always been down there at the moment. You're allowed to fish down there. But, um, yeah, there'd be hammerhead sharks and tailor and a lot of action down there, but I don't go down that far in the lake. I don't. But, um, yeah, you can just got to follow the whatever the rules are there at the moment anyway. In the winter time, there's a bigger... They have a... Uh, they've got different rules again, they do. You're not allowed to fish down there at all then. Hmm. If people want to book with you, Bradley, how do they go about doing it? Uh, they can just give us a buzz on zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven, or send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Terrific, buddy. You have a great week, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next week. Much appreciated. Have a great day, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Brad Eckman there from Renegade Blue Water Charters, taking care of the uh, Lake Macquarie region. It is a beautiful part of the world, gents. It really is. It is nice up there, I must agree. Yeah. Have you been up there lately, Kizza? No, I haven't been up there for a while. Yeah. I get to go past there. I should go. Well, next time I come down, I think I'll call in. Well, I'll definitely give Bradley a ring and Try and throw a couple of hours on his boat. Oh yeah, well you could, you could you could fit a fair bit on his boat. It's a pretty big beast. We'll take a break and get, we'll head down south next and hopefully catch up with Ross O'Brien. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. But someone's passed me this one. Can I sue my beekeeper neighbour? My neighbour's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from the flowers. Then the bees go back to my neighbour and create honey. But then harvests the honey and sells it. 
I was just bewildered by that uh, bee turnout. Oh, the email. What's she going to do next? Is she going to take people to court for getting food deliveries? Talk tonight. If rural property owner allows a truckload of hives, mm. the tradition is always that at the end of the season, they're rewarded with a tin of honey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. The regular numbers are getting out of control again. The joke up here among us is we need another election because when we had the last election, COVID just disappeared straight away. Off the... <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Sydney, prepare for an encore like never before. Big Deal Touring presents Havashi Pure Piano Tour. Havashi, a virtuoso pianist and composer, a music visionary with rock star charisma. See him live Wednesday, May 22, Sydney Opera House. Book now. SydneyOperaHouse.com If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience for waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to NetworkConstructionServices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 9808 5673. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. Clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. The NRL is back from March. Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary. He goes through. Cleary out of the post. The 2024 NRL season and state of origin live. Now they've got Christ. Of course, Stephen gets the try. He's a grand final specialist. DCE goes to Ponga. 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 Scores. NRL Nation. Thursday, March 7th, the Knights take on the Raiders live on 2SM. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Yeah, we'll be catching up with Josh from Shimano a little bit later on in the program. We might even catch up with Alan Blake from Blake's Marine a little bit later in the program as well. Forecast for today, we are heading for a top of 27 in Sydney, 30 in Melbourne and Blakey. The, the, the low tonight was in Sydney, 17 degrees. So the whole thing about being cold coming to work is I'm obviously getting very, very soft. You are getting soft. <laughs> but someone who knows about cold weather is Captain Roscoe. Morning, Roscoe. G'day, mate. You're right. Uh, I'm waiting for the cold weather. This heat's been knocking the handle out of me. Man, income. Oh, terrible down here. But um, we've had we've had some good days. But I mean, yesterday it got to thirty something. Oh, sorry, the day before it got to thirty plus, and apparently we've got more coming next week. Uh, That's good. Take it while you can get it. Is the the fact that the global warming people have been jumping up and down long enough now? Would that be it? Or is it uh, something more sinister, mate? Like someone's invented something to make the world suffer. It sounds like you're trying to fire Kieran up early in the morning and getting all political. You know, all right, first off, I'll say variable at 10 knots. Now, that is a charter operator's dream when you see that. Absolute dream. Perfect conditions, mate. Nor'easterly 10 to 15 in the early afternoon. So you've got them until after lunch anyway before uh, any sort of uh, uh, slop on the water. So it's uh, I get out of bed now, guys, and get down there before the... the uh, 
ramps get full and uh, get out and have yourself a nice fish. Now, uh, as I said yesterday, it's been hard going down here, but a few of the guys got some nice snapper yesterday um, over near the farm. Okay, there's a there's a spot there and around the front of uh, Stack Island. So uh, that's happening. Bombo Beach was quiet. Uh, a few guys got some stuff there, but it was mainly uh, small. There was nothing um, that they could really take home. So um, it looks like you've got to go up there or up in the Murrah. Um, they had uh, they had some good stuff there right up the top. They got some black fish, sorry, glutery, and under the railway line they got their normal um, uh, sweep. <laughs> to think of a better word, they got their normal stuff under the uh, under the railway line. So that that there's a couple there that you should get fish. Um, the boys that went out wide. Did all right, but the in close guys struggled a bit. Um, the other suggestion would be um, up near Blake's Marine there, um, on the on the um, on the edge. As you flick out, just be careful there. There's a lot of rocks and stuff that can snag you up. Um, yeah, so just be careful there. Um, the lake, I haven't heard anyone's been in the lake. Uh, my normal lake goes off crook. So uh, I can't really say much there, but going on the way the other the the stuff was yesterday, I could say today you're going to get a bit of something through there with it with the low knot um, and the kind winds, so it might be worth the trip there. Uh, but that point seems to be the place at the moment. I don't know how many were there, Blake, the other day when you went past, but. Uh, Apparently it was popular yesterday afternoon too. Yeah, there was there was five or six boats out there when uh, I think it was a Wednesday morning, yeah. at, uh, Thursday yeah. morning, and uh, they, were, they looked to be catching fish too, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, the the boys are going out a little bit further, are getting getting fish, but not like they should be, mate. So hopefully this lack of wind and all that white settlement down. How was the current when you were down there? It ran downhill all the way. We had a good um, knot, a knot and a half of current. As I see, it's changed now. It's um, spun around. There's a big eddy off uh, Gay Vale, and we've got to yep. push a bit of current all the way uh, around the corner there. Well, that'd be, that might be the spot, mate. Um, yeah. They are predicting a nor'easter, so you have to get in this morning before it hits, but... Yeah, I, I noticed the other day when we came down, it was all 22.7 degrees. The water temperature was yes. fairly hot still, yes. but uh, that'll turn around now. Yeah, oh yeah. But, uh, at, least that, uh, at least you'll get something up there at Bass Point, that's for sure. But you didn't yeah. notice that there was many at the gantry, or they all up the point? No, they were all at the point. There was no one at the gantry. No one? No. Yeah, maybe it's gone quite too. I know it was just, they got fish there yesterday, so uh, there should be something there. Today. Yeah, but it's a bit hard at the moment. Maybe it seems to be up and down like a bride's night. Is there, Nick? I uh, I can't believe you know you've got one guy ringing up and saying, "Oh, I got some nice snapper, or I got some nice flathead," and. Um, the regular guys, oh, don't bother about it, Roscoe, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I had a great day yesterday. I went down and uh, uh, shooting on, uh, on the, um, uh, what's it called now? I forget what they call it, mate, but it's uh, it's just shooting on, on 150 uh, metres. Okay. And, yeah, out of, out of 400, or out of 300, I've got about 160, 178. Not bad for a that hasn't been shooting for 12 months, mate. That's good. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I had a great day. Good to see everyone. Uh, I just stayed down there for a while afterwards because I was shooting on the 300, but I didn't have any big gear. 
And, uh, yeah, they were enjoying themselves big time. That electronic stuff we got now is incredible, isn't it? It's yeah. just, you know, everything, every part of your life now, the electronic uh, equivalent <laughs> seems to be better and better. Yeah. You know, I don't know whether I like it that much yet, but, it, uh, you know, if, if you're doing stuff like shooting or racing a car and that, it's just, it just makes a whole world of difference. Yeah. So all we got to do now is teach the fish to um, keep up with the system. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Roscoe. If we can. Thank you for that. No worries, mate. I um, hopefully I'll uh, have a better run next on the weekend next weekend. So fingers crossed, guys. Have okay. a good time. Thanks for the call and everyone out there listening. All the best. Yeah. Bye, mate. Good on you, Captain Roscoe. Thanks, Roscoe. Don't worry. Ross, yeah, Ross O'Brien there joining us on High Tide. Let's continue with our fish reports. Let's move a little further north. I'm going to make our way over to Aaron Langdon, who takes a look at port hacking for us. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Now, you didn't get out yesterday. The weather was atrocious. It's looking a bit better today. What's the game plan? Uh, the game plan is to head out to the heads and see what the conditions are like. It's probably going to be 50-50 for me whether I go out or not. I'm probably going to more lean towards going in the river. Uh, but if the conditions are really good, I'm going to head out offshore, go to Jim and Reef and Mary's and just stay pretty close um, to the shoreline and the beaches and stuff like that just to be that extra bit safe. Um, but if that's not going to be the case, I'm going to be heading back in the river, probably going to grab a few live baits and slow troll around to see if I can't find a king uh, in the river. Whereabouts do you think you'll be finding kings if they're in the uh, river today? Uh, so we've got a beautiful running tide. So in the hacking, when the when the uh, tides are a lot bigger, so they're a lot stronger, generally you fish a lot of the deeper edges and when the tides are a bit slower, you have that ability to go up in the flats and stuff like that. So I'll be heading towards like Lilipilly, the big bay in there and southwest arm and all the way along those sort of deeper drop-offs and stuff like that where the kings will hopefully be hanging around. And what will you be using to try and track them down? Squiddle, you're going to go for a... Um a lure of some description? Uh, I'll, I'll sort of do both. So I'll have a live bait, a squid or a yakka, um, anything I can really get my hands on in the live bait category off the back of my boat. And then at the front, I'll be flicking around a uh, about a seven-inch soft plastic around all those areas. And I'll just slowly troll with my electric motor. So I'll still fishing as if like I'm fishing with a soft plastic and covering areas and stuff like that. I'll just have that live bait hanging out of the back just in case, you know, they don't want the soft plastic. They don't want the fake option. They want the real option. So just uh, cover all bases. Way to go. And where else, what else and where else can we uh, find a good feed in port hacking? Not, uh, plenty of places in the port hacking. Um, again, if you go up any of those arms, so Northwest and Southwest arms, you're going to find your feeds are flattered um, most times of the day this time of year. Um, if you head all the way up to the heads towards Gunnamatta Bay, um, again, on those drop-offs in those um, shallow flats, you could find some whiting if you get there up at the high tide right as it turns to the run-out. Um, and across Main Bar as well, you'll find your, you'll find your whining on those flats. But um, along those drop-offs, you're going to find your brim fl- flattered and whining quite consistently. What are the whiting taking down your way? Uh, well, for me, they're taking soft plastics. But again, if you can get some nippers, so if you can head to Main Bar and pump some nippers, um, especially even if you're in, say, knee-deep water and pumping nippers, don't be afraid to grab a rod and reel and take that with you and uh, quickly hook on a nipper on a lightly weighted uh, hook, and yeah, that sand just creates its own burly, and the whining just seemed to always come in on it. So even after you've say pumped for your nippers, it's always handy to have that nipper pump nearby when it, the bite might get a bit uh, uh, a bit soft, and there's not as much going around. Just pump a few a bit of uh, sand, and you'll uh, you'll be on the way to hopefully catching a whining. Aaron, how's the shark situation down your way? The shark's been okay. Last last weekend, I saw one out off Gibbon. Um, not sure how big it was, but I saw the fin about 20, 30 metres away from me and he was just cruising around the reef. Um, but I have seen few, a few lately, uh, but nothing, just big grey nurses and stuff, no big bulls or anything like that. 
so far. A couple of years ago, I had a bull shark go right past my boat, which scared the life out of me. <laughs> uh, ran right past the electric motor right at the front, and then I've got a little clip on Lunatic Fishing of that. Um, but, yeah, it's just a little bit of a fun. But there hasn't been much of them. Normally, normally we see them in the hacking around summertime. They head up on the shallow flats, and they're really, like, chasing all the fish up into the flats. And then that's when you really um, – notice them but um in the hacking there haven't been as much there's just a lot of gray nurses what about shore-based people can you give them a leg up on where they can go and what they can chase yeah definitely so if i was shore-based tomorrow i'd be heading to gutter bay um firstly to see if i can't fish those sand flats because we've got a beautiful running tide on sunday you can fish all those um, flats across gutter bay and if you don't have any excess any success, you can head around the corner to like Salmon Hall and um, all those sorts of areas to see if you can't find a fish. With a rainy day yesterday, I would dare say lunatics fishing on YouTube have copped a bit of a hammering. Oh, we'd, we'd hope so. We'd hope so. I was busy editing all day and uh, doing the odd jobs around the boat. So hopefully everyone was getting some entertainment apart, apart from going out for a fish and wetting a line. Now, there's some people that have also got behind you and look after you. Tell us about them too. Give them a bit of a wrap. So Seven Seas Apparel is a uh, lovely apparel brand that produces some really good T-shirts, shorts, singlets, any type of fishing apparel that you could um, think of. They've they've all got it there. They also have just released a fishing shirt, so SPF 50 long sleeve fishing shirt made from recycled material, so it's sustainably sourced. Um, I've been wearing it for nearly two months now um and yeah it's so it's so breathable it's such a nice thing to have on while you're fishing and you don't have to worry as much about making sure you have sunscreen on underneath those clothes and stuff like that because obviously you're getting spf 50 out of that that shirt as well i was going to ask you about the breathability so uh, you, you said straight out that they, they breathe well because that can be an issue with the re well recyclable regenerated sustainable sort of products yeah then that's that's sort of what i was worried about at the start but um after wearing it for two months now, I can definitely say, especially on some 40-plus days, it's definitely breathable, and you don't feel like you need to take it off and put a singlet or a T-shirt on or anything like that, so it's definitely handy to have. Well, I can hear you keen to get out on the water and give it a bit of a will, so, uh, Will, thank you very much. Thanks for your time this morning, and good luck out there. Thank you. Tight lines till next time. In 2024... 2SM has Sydney talking. If you'd like to raise a topic, you've come to the right place. We're all in this. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking sport has Sydney talking. It's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> on your pat. Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. Thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure. Well, Thank you. In 2024, John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone and tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. Our bathroomware stock is overflowing at Beaumont's, so we're pulling the plug. Save on bathroom packages. Take up to 30% off all bathroomware, like House 25 Brushed Gold Shower, 30% off. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. Drive an EV, choose Hankook's Ion Tyres. The Ion Tyres are engineered exclusively for your electric vehicle for noise reduction, longer tread and battery life, and improved driving stability. Hankook Ion, official partner of Formula E. Kia's most awarded SUV just got better. Get ready for the new, refined, seven-seat Kia Sorento. Now, with a dual 12.3-inch panoramic display and Kia Connect technology. Visit kia.com.au to find out more. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
if Sore and Sorry can help you manage the discomfort of arthritis. And with a bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee, what have you got to lose? Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Relief Gel at selected health food stores and pharmacies. Go to the website, Love Oil Collection. That's L-O-V-E-O-I-L collection.com.au or call Ray on 040 66 71 359. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, this is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. And as you know, there's been a few changes this year. And this year we thought we'd get our major sponsor on Shimano and have a chat about some of the new products that are available from the Shimano range. But. I am an ass. I was born that way and I'll always be that way. I know that this man has been out fishing at St. George's Basin. Josh Carpenter from Shimano. G'day, how are you? Good, Grant. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, no, thank you because I'm hitting you up for a fish report. How was it down in the basin at St. George's Basin? Well, (laughs) we got chased off by a a big storm that came through. We kind of knew that it was coming. It was meant to hit at about five. Uh, you know, the Bureau of Meteorology throwing darts at the dartboard. Yeah. Um, it came in at about two o'clock. So luckily I was most of the way home and we got off the water, but a huge squall came through, blasted blasted the place. So now we're looking at what, what looks like mint fishing conditions. I wish I was out there now, but yeah, luckily we missed the squall and got off. But uh, no, the fishing is good. It's just a look around for a comp that I'm fishing this weekend on St. George's Basin. So Looking forward to it. Well, that's like, it's interesting, you know, like you always want somebody who, who's out there to sell a product that actually uses the product because that's where not only the research and development comes in, but the practicalities on giving people advice. And now you've got a whole range of new products that, that have just come out and we're going to talk about those each week. We're going to select one each week to have a chat about. But as an overall, you know, overall consensus and i know obviously you're going to be biased because you're you work for shimano but overall (laughs) why would people choose the shimano product over say i won't mention a name but say something you'd get at kmart so i'll i'll start with a little story so i was actually lucky enough in the last couple of months to actually get taken to japan to tour the factory floor um which was an amazing experience. Uh, I've I've worked for Shimano for about eight years now. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a fishing tragic, have been since I was a kid, and to go and see the actual parts being made for something, I found amazing that Shimano makes the machines, makes the molds, makes the parts, makes every single little bit that goes into a fishing reel, and one of the most important things that someone told me while I was over there, and this came from a sales manager, was he said, I, I don't care about sales. Make sure it's quality. Like, And that is something that they are very big on. So quality would be the, the buzzword that I would give you just from start to finish, all the research and development, everything that goes into it, they look after and do themselves. Um, and, yeah, you just – there's no – better product you can get yeah it's interesting because um shimano also make uh push bikes uh, very much up, up market push bikes these are road racing bikes people that you know want to go out and do 27 30k 50k a day and they're taking on companies like giant and people like that who have just been around for for donkey's years and, and put out outstanding bikes and shimano have stepped into the into the fray and They've been very, very competitive because of the quality of the bike that they're putting out. So I'm not, I'm not surprised to hear that, um, that that's the one, the one go-to comment that you grabbed with regard to fishing. Yes, yeah. So 
And, and it all comes back to gearing as well. So that gearing side of bikes is actually where Shimano comes from. Um, they are over a hundred years old now, the company Shimano. Wow. Uh, it started out as an ironworks uh, place in Osaka, Japan. And Mr. Shimano was making and remaking gears to fix bikes in, I think it was 1921. Yes. So it was a hundred years in 2021. Um, and then it grew from there. Like that technology that they have in, in gearing, like it is one of the flow throughs, but even some of the new products that we're going to talk about today, you find that they'll be developing something for a racing bike. And then somebody like from the other department goes, Huh, I wonder if we could use that in a fishing reel. So there is a little bleed over of technology between the two. Like, yeah, that you'll see a lot of bike technology that gets put straight into uh, a fishing reel as well and probably goes vice versa. I wouldn't know that though. <laughs> I just know the bits that come from bikes. Kind of interesting. In 1921, he would have been opposition to the Wright brothers, but that's another complete story. But it's probably a good thing too because it talks about not just from the bike side but from the fishing side. It's a company that's prepared to evolve. Now, you've got some new products. Let's let's look at one, and we'll, we'll take a look at one each week for the next couple of weeks because there's a lot of detail in this, Josh. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so the first one that that is applicable to me personally, uh, I'm much more of a light tackle fisherman. So the new Twin Power FE series of reels that we're releasing, I think, for late March, early April, um, is probably the first one that I'd love to tell your listeners about. Um, So Twin Power is a name that's been around for decades and it's always sort of sat, you have your Stella, which is your top of the range, the very best of everything, hot and cold running spit. And then Twin Power was always that technology put into a much stronger body, which is where, you know, the name Power comes from. Um, So the new Twin Power FE series, um, they're bringing five different size uh, size reels to Australia. We're bringing them all in, in the highest gear ratios available because we know a lot of a lot of anglers actually want that high gear ratio. Uh, and sizes from 2,500, 3,000, uh, 4,000, 5,000, and I believe there's a 2,000 coming as well. Is the, the high gear ratio to try and combat the electric reel? No, high gear... A lot of angles will find that it's it's easier to slow down than it is sometimes to Speed have to up. wind much faster all day. Like if you're, you know, fishing a fast-flowing trout stream and you, you need that line pickup, like you're trying to keep up with that lure, if you've got a low gear ratio reel, um, that is just a lot more work all day. Whereas if you want to go slower, you can just wind slower. That's easy. But that's easier to do in in the hand than to just wind really fast all day. Sure. So we, we do find that, yes, a lot of, most anglers prefer high gear ratio reels. How do I, how would I know if I needed one of those? Besides the fact if, that I've got RSI. If you, yes, well, if you're finding you have to like uh, wind very fast for pickup, like a fish comes swimming at you and you're winding really fast or you're fishing lures and you're just not keeping a tight line the way you'd like to, um, yeah, like that would be the main one is just, it can be personal preference, uh, but generally, yes, the, pers- the the preference for most anglers in Australia is high gear. Okay. They do make low gear, like ratio reels uh, that they do in Japan and they do elsewhere and they tend to be for, you know, still water uh, trout fishing where they deliberately want to go very slow, whereas here we tend to have a lot of fast-running, hard-fighting fish that you want that line pick up. And I, I assume, you know, being Shimano, they're competitively priced? Well, Twin Power is one of the, the higher-end reels. It probably sits number two in in Shimano, so they're, they're getting up there. The, I mean, for value for money-wise, they're, they're one of the best reels and being a, a metal construction um, they're going to last forever, so but they do sit in that that higher end. I would definitely say, you, you know, around about the, I believe, six fifty seven hundred dollar range at the moment. So not not a cheap reel, but you know, 
one with a, an esteemed history. I should point out to our listeners that um, while you are at the moment officially the event coordinator uh, at Shimano, you also have a background at ground level, you know, down in the workshop and, and as a service manager. So you know these products really, really well, which is a godsend for us. <laughs> well, yes, I've, as I said before, I've always been a bit of a fishing tragic. And um, so pulling apart reels was just an interesting thing for me. And I probably got started, you know, doing my own reels for nearly 15 years ago. Um, and I've just done that and gone into doing it full time for years and years to the point now where I'll get uh, a one-off sample from Japan of an expensive reel. And I don't have any worries about pulling it apart <laughs> like into individual little parts and put it back together. Oh, well, see, that's where I mess up. I- I'm right at pulling them apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's the putting them back together that's the yeah, hard part for sure <laughs> struggle with that a little bit hey Josh look thank you so much for your time um, can we get you back on next week and we'll have an, another chat about some of the because I know that you've got a stack of products that have just been been released so uh, you're, you're free to have a chat with us next week no worries at all Grant I'd be glad to awesome Josh Carpenter there from Shimano that was quite good now let's have quickly go to Bobby Dean and find out what's going on morning Bobby how are we gentlemen we're good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm heading up over on the morrow. Sort out a few little niggles with the car. You can hear the smile in his voice, can't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can only sit on your putt for so long, mate. True that. And I'd rather be sitting on the the bank of the dam and having a quiet one. Hopefully, you catch a fish. I'll be curious to see how I go because the parametric pressure's dropping slowly and it's. Yeah, post moon, so um, yeah, both don't add up to a good result. But hey, bad, bad day fishing, better than a good day working, as they say. Uh, Bobby, have you heard any reports from Port Stevens? Uh, what's going on up there with the competitions? No, 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 no. I've, I've seen something yesterday. Um, they've cut it back to three days, so I think they do on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. No, oh, Bob, it's Bob, a great we had caught up with Cage Bush yesterday. Um, and of course, I'm down at Eden. He lives down here. I give my call, but he was out at Eukenbeen catching uh, five pound trout on the bank yeah. with wet flies. Yeah, awesome. Eukenbeen is still fishing well, even though it's dropping. They're releasing water from it. Uh, last I checked during the week, it was 59%. Yes, yeah. yeah. In the mine, still about 70, and I can't remember what tank tag, I think it was still at 25. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're fishing reasonable. In the mine has slowed a lot. I have had no reports what's happened in the tank tag. It should be fishing well, you know, the level it is. Um, I know the western dams up here, Wyangla, Burrandong, and the like, are all fishing well, the natives. Nice. Uh, okay. and the like. Well, Bobby, you have a great uh, time up there at Oberon and hope you catch plenty, my friend. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, mate. Yeah.